0: Hi y'all welcome back to my podcast let's talk books if you're new. Hi my name is Grace and today I'll be talking about Meet Me in the Margins by Melissa Ferguson and I know I mentioned in my last episode of potentially reading the paper museum and guys I tried and I just couldn't get through like the first couple of chapters so I decided to take a break from that and reread another really cute book. Um, and I have read another book by Melissa Ferguson and I'm spacing out the name of the book, but I really like Melissa Ferguson as an author. I like her style of writing. Um her other book is called The Dating Charade, and she's also wrote another book called The Cul-de-Sac War. And I don't know if she's written any more like recent books, but I just decided to reread Meet Me in the Margins just because it's a really cute and just easy read and just very heartwarming. So I was like, oh, I'll just reread this because I was in a little bit of weird reading slump recently. And so I was like, you know, what? let's just do this. And let me give you all a little bit more context. And hopefully you guys fall in love with this story as much as I have. And hopefully you guys give it a chance and read it. But let's get into it. So this book focuses on the perspective of Savannah, who is our main character, and she is an editor for this publishing house. And this publishing house is very small. It hasn't been doing that well recently, um, and economically it's just not, just like I said earlier, it's just not doing great. And they've been struggling a little bit just because it is a smaller publishing house compared to the mainstream ones. And I don't know if the names of the publishing houses that were mentioned in this book are actually actual publishing houses, so I can't say, like, oh, this is what's like, because I don't know enough about the editing and publishing world to be able to give that information to y'all, and if y'all know this information, please let me know, because I want to learn more about stuff, like, I love learning random things, I think this would be fun to learn more about, so if you know anything about that, please keep me posted, um... But it focuses on Savannah and her experiences at this publishing house, and she's been there for about three years now, and they recently got a new boss or kind of head guy who is under this other gal. So let me give you guys a little more understanding. So the head, like, person of this publishing house is Mrs. Pennington, and she has been the head of this publishing house for, I think, 20 or 30 years at this point. And then she brought in her son, Will. And Will comes off as a very serious and very just, like, efficient guy. Um, And Savannah at first was like, okay, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this guy just because he just comes off like that, very serious and just... One way or the highway type of guy, and she also is an inspiring writer. Um, she is currently working on a manuscript for this story that she has been thinking about creating for at least a year at this point, and she sends it in to this this other editor at this other publishing house, and she just submits it and she's like, Hey, like, here this is, and she also Um, there's this room in the publishing house that holds all the ARCs, um, which I don't remember the actual, like, direct definition of ARCs, uh, like, what that kind of means, but to give you guys what, like, an idea of what ARCs are, it just means, like, pre-released books. So they're kind of like the final, like, manuscript or, like, second to final manuscript of these stories that authors have written. And it's books that, like, haven't been published yet, but are kind of manuscripts that, like, it's kind of like the final manuscript before they officially get published, whenever they, like, are supposed to get published. And if you guys want to have a better, like, understanding of those, go, like, look it up. Because... That's, like, a very brief summary of what it is. So if you want to learn more about it, just go research it. Um, but she goes into this room, and she is, like, working on her manuscript. And the reason why she's working on it is because she has a deadline. Um, like, she was supposed to submit it, like, I think sooner. She's been just postponing submitting this manuscript. And she leaves it in the ARC room and a mysterious editor or mysterious help editor, I think, yeah, editor is the best word for this. So some mysterious editor comes into the ARC room and makes edits to this manuscript of hers. And she gets really worried because the publishing house that she works for is a house that focuses on like nonfiction and kind of poetry stuff and not romance novels and her book is a romance novel. So she is worried because she doesn't want people to know that she's writing this manuscript and also giving it to another publishing house to look at and publish potentially. And so she looks at this editor's notes and is like oh my gosh like this is not like this is nerve-wracking and also I think she is a little bit upset about it because she gets criticized for her writing and Criticism can not be fun to hear or read. So completely understandable how her response was about it. And then like she finally just submits it to this editor. And the editor that she like submits it to has similar comments to what her mysterious like helper editor said. And so then she's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make edits to my manuscript. A while also having a full-time job. And she, um, during her full-time job, she becomes friends with Will. And she kind of, just, they become much more friendly. And he, she helps out, like, helps him out, get accustomed to the publishing house itself, because it is a little bit of a different culture compared to where he was before. And he was in New York at this other publishing house that was quite big. And I think if you go from a big company to a small company, the way they run can be a little bit different depending on how big the size is. Uh, so I think he has to get a little bit accustomed to working with a smaller group of people as well as just like, it's a different culture compared to the previous publishing house. So he's been struggling with that. So he asked her like, hey, can you help me with this? Like, And so they become friends or friendly enough, and she, uh, Savannah, um, kind of starts falling for Will, and, well, she starts falling for her mysterious editor, really, and, um, she starts falling for this mysterious editor that's helping her with her manuscript, and also to give you guys a little bit more information about Savannah's family, so she, um, lives with her sister currently named Olivia, and her sister is much very much into like the fitness world and uh just meal prep and all that thing like all those things and she has she created this business or this like non-profit organization I'm a little bit confused on what exactly the not like what it was but it was some sort of non-profit organization or some form of a company that like every year once it hit like a certain month it was like to hit this goal of like the math steps and she like her sister is also like the golden child. Like she kind of outshines Savannah and Savannah feels like she's not, um, good enough or not someone who like feels like she, like, uh, she feels like she's not like as important because of all the accomplishments that her her younger sister has done. And I think that can be completely understandable. Like I can understand that. Um, and I think if you have siblings, I think you could probably understand that if you were the one who was kind of in that sort of dynamic. Um, so I get how she feels in general. Like that's understandable I think like siblings people if you have siblings I feel like you'd have a better understanding of what that feels like compared to being an only child um so she has to deal with that as well as um her ex-boyfriend who she was dating for about like on and off for 10 years ends up breaking up with her and then starting to date her sister um like I pretty recently after they broke up and then by the end of the book, we learn that this ex-boyfriend, his name is Ferris, um, was still in love with Savannah, and tells her, like, hey, I'm still in love with you, like, I'm so sorry for everything I did, like, I want to get back together with you, and Savannah's like, no, I'm not doing that, because my sister is more important to me than you, and, like, he broke up with her multiple times, and she was like, no, like, you are not good like you what you did is not cool and you going and breaking up with me going to my sister and dating her and then essentially telling me that you love me when you're still like dating my sister as well as being her fiance like and I mean to give you guys clarification if you're confused um Ferris and Olivia are, like, engaged. And then when... So, Ferris um, tells Savannah, like, hey, I'm still in love with you. While he was in freaking engaged with Olivia, who is Savannah's sister, um, and she's like, no, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in that. And so then uh, Savannah ends that, and, like, she really wants to... Like she starts falling for Will, like I said earlier, and we learn, spoiler alert, that Will was actually the mysterious editor that was helping Savannah with her manuscript, and she ends up like creating a really good story, and Will helps her secretly um, with giving the manuscript to another publishing house and having them look at it, and the... Publishing house that Savannah and Will work for um, are being sold to another publishing house called Archer, which is a bigger publishing house, from my understanding, and also they do a lot more variety of books. And so they will be combining a lot of the like sections of the publishing house with Archer to make things smoother. Or I don't know if that's the best way of phrasing it, but like. They have to, like, reorganize how the company is working because it's combining two companies, if that makes sense. Or merging. Um, And Will says, like, hey, like, at this meeting, he, like, this meeting with the entire publishing house saying, hey, like, we are merging with Archer because they bought bought this company and there will be a new romance line. There will be all these things, like... And then he's like, well, this author and Savannah goes by like a, is it pseudonym? I don't, pseudonym? Or by, it goes by like a fake name. And so please, if you know the word for that, please let me know. She goes by a fake name while she writes. And he says, oh, this author, Um, I think her fake name is Holly Ray. So he goes, yeah, Holly Ray, um, her script is being, um... Like, an editor wants to, like, publish her book. Like, publish Savannah's book. And Savannah's like, what are you talking about? And that's how she learns that Will knew about her, her and her manuscript. And then they end up being together. And it's just a really cute story because she ends up being able to publish her manuscript and gets a deal with this publishing house or this editor... I'm not entirely sure how that works. She gets this three book deal with the publishing house, I think. Or I don't know if it's through the publishing house or through the editor. Like, if you guys know more information, please, please let me know. Um, she learns. So she is able to get that, she becomes successful, and her and Will, I think, get married. Um, from my understanding of the last chapter. Anyway, um, that's about it for this book. Um, the next book I will be reading, will be, let me check uh, what the name is. Uh, it, the name of the book is If You Could See The Sun by Anne Lang. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um, and I will keep you all posted. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Also as a reminder, I did create a email recently, which I mentioned in my previous episode, and it's called Let's Talk Books 96 at Gmail. So if you guys have any comments, questions, book recommendations, please send them over to that email. Um just as a reminder, it's let's 96 at gmail.com. It's all lowercase. Um and I love to hear from you guys and kind of hear like what you guys want to ask me or and kind of book recommendations and I also was thinking of doing, like, potentially creating an episode once a month where it's a monthly update, or not monthly update, not, um, where it's not necessarily a monthly upla- update, but, like, a monthly wrap-up of all the books that I read that month, because I think there's definitely going to be some books in the future where I'm going to read and not necessarily want to talk about in a specific episode or making the full episode on so I could make a monthly wrap up and briefly talk about all the books that I uh discussed as well as read throughout that month just because then you guys can hear about what I'm reading as a whole but let me know if you guys are interested in that idea just because um I want to hear you guys' feedback and also be able to understand like okay this is what you guys want as well as like where I plan to go as well um I think after I finish this book I will be starting the Throne of Glass series um which is going to take a minute and then probably do the Avatar series after that so I will definitely do episodes on all those or most of those hopefully um and then we'll go from there I just am trying to at least get through some fun books before I do the Throne of Glass and ACOTAR series because those are quite long series. Um, the Throne of Glass series is about seven books. The ACOTAR series, I think, currently is about five. It's not completed yet. Mm-hmm. And there's also the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Maas, um, which I think is more recent compared to uh, the ACOTAR series, and that is also not cl- completed either. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful night and I will talk to you all on my next episode. Bye.